Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So, Gabby, you have over 6.5 million subscribers on YouTube. 3.8. I do. Uh, um, I know, so many. 3.8 on Instagram. <laughs> uh, you got started on Vine, which I think is dope. I really, really miss that app so much. Like, RIP. That was my favorite app ever. Yo, everyone misses it, but they tried to bring it back, and y'all let it flop. Did see? Did they really? Yeah, there was Vine 2. I remember getting the email that was like, Vine 2 is finally here. And I was like, damn, why haven't I heard about this? Which maybe that's why I flopped, actually. No, I was about, <laughs> I was about to say, I don't think they marketed it very well. Just because I, obviously being in media, like I feel like that's something that I should have known. I knew it was like an like, idea. I didn't know it actually happened. Yeah, I guess it did. Unless the email that I got was fake. But I'm pretty sure it came from the company that was trying to remake it. Uh-huh. But maybe they were just kind of hoping on people using it and then word of mouth having it spread the way it did in the first Vine days. Uh, That's how it kind of happened. Okay. But yeah, it really flopped. But people, I think people are just kind of doing that on Twitter now. Yeah, and like Instagram stories, I think that really kind of took it over. Yeah, I think so too. But also, I feel like as much as it would have been cool to have Vine back and we all miss it so much, I think that people would have started hating it the way they hated it the first time. So yeah, whatever. yeah, no, that, that's so true. And it's almost like trying to go back in time and like, you know, mess up your like childhood and do something else. It's like, what? You know what I mean? It, it, it's perfect the way you have it in your head right now. So, yeah, it's when they do like 80s and 90s movies remakes. And we uh, all said, well, nobody asked for this. I know. No, I am so stoked, though. Um, You know, MTV is going to be bringing back punked. Dude, MTV is actually killing it with the rebooted content, though. But I'm actually stoked to see Ashton Kutcher, like, <laughs> hop out. Wait, is it, <laughs> I was been... to ask, is it Ashton? Um, I, the, the article I was reading yesterday, um, it didn't flat out say it, but it had pictures of him, and it was, like, all about him, so. Damn, whoa, if, if it was Ashton doing it, that would be next level right iconic. right and, yes. they, and it would honestly be a big step for him too because i mean he kind of t- has taken a step back and uh you know really been advocating child rights and um dude is he a perfect human being or what's up uh, oh my god yeah like <laughs> i think that him and keanu mm-hmm. are, i'll take either one but also i know that ashton is with mila and they got a really nice little family. So Keanu Reeves, if you out there hit me up hey <laughs> <laughs> hey are you single Am I ever not? Only long enough to write an EP. Well, that I, is the only time I'm not single. I was about to say, I was about to say that mystery man. <laughs> He's not really a mystery. He's just like um, a man. We're still friends. We're still really good friends, actually. Oh, well, that's good. That's always good. 
Yeah, I needed him to sign the release for the EP, and he was really cool about it because his voicemails and his voice are on the EP. Oh. And uh, I, I kind of just sent it to him, and I was like, hey, like, you know those voicemails of us, like, crying and stuff? Uh, can I use it? And he was really cool about it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it honestly was. <laughs> that's so dope. Uh, so you the EP, it's called uh, Two-Way Mirror. Um, where did you come up with that name? Like, what is, you know, what does that stem from? So it's a big part of the story in Two-Way Mirror. So basically, it's the entire EP is a story. It's meant to be listened to in order, and you kind of follow the relationship. And on the song Perfect Day, you hear what actually happened, and that Love You written in the mirror is a really integral part of the story. But then there's also, you know, the nuances of what it means to be, like, I'm looking at myself while everybody else is watching me, but I can't see them watching me. And then there's also kind of the play on looking at yourself in somebody else. So there was actually a lot that went into the title and imagery for the EP, but I always put way too many layers into it that go over everybody's <laughs> head. But to me, it means something. And it's also really fun to watch people uh, assign their own meaning to it. So a lot of people will pick up on what I meant. And then a lot of people will assign their own meanings to my stuff. So it's dope. And isn't that beautiful about art? That's like my favorite thing about art. Yeah, it's amazing. And that's like reading people's comments and what they think it is. Sometimes people are right on the nose and some people uh, make up their own theories that make me think I wish I would have thought of that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I actually really love that. It's like a huge metaphor for your life, really. I mean, you know, through literally a two-way mirror, you can't see them, but, you know, they can see all of you. Yeah, and I share way too much of my life. So they're all watching my story and my heartbreak unfold, and I can't really see them seeing me. Yeah. But there was also this thing that I've never actually talked about because it never came up. But this guy that I was dating, we used to say to each other, it was it was like dating each other in the other gender's forms. Like he was the male version of me, and I was the female version of him. And we just Whoa. understood each other on such a molecular level because we were the exact same person and came, we were cut from the same cloth. But, uh, yeah, then he slept with someone else. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, why you got to screw that up? Damn. Yeah. That literally well, sounds... What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> next. <laughs> Thank you, one next. One way that we weren't alike was I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, one of you was loyal, one of you was... <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I was reading, um, you're actually from, like, right here in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, I'm from Newcastle. That's all. So you're literally a local. Um, what was it like growing up here? You know, what was your life like growing up uh, here in Pennsylvania? Well, I was from the other side. I was from, like, East, East, wait, Eastern PA? Never East, I go, wait, Western PA, oh, my God. Yeah, West, <laughs> West, I, I get it, no, the, the other West, yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. I was from Western PA, but um, I don't know, I mean, there it's it's pennsylvania it's great it has its charm um mm -hmm. as far as entertainment industry there's not a lot going on and that's why i am in la but also pennsylvania is starting to really pick up on entertainment which is dope and yeah. then i can move back home <laughs> yeah yeah and i like me i'm from a super super small podunk town no disrespect to my people in my town i love the people in my town the town itself i love the people not the town if that makes sense um yeah well newcastle is the same way where it's like we we don't have a ton going on in that town, and obviously I love the people there, but I get, I'm so ADHD. I just need to do stuff. Exactly, I was the same way. And the college town I went to, I went to Salisbury University, which is down in like uh, Eastern Shore, Maryland, um, next to Ocean City, Maryland. Um, 
And it's like if the if the college wasn't there, it wouldn't really be a town kind of thing. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. So I yeah. went to school at Pitt, so we lived right in the city, which was really awesome. Oh wow, yeah. That, oh wow, that must have been beautiful. Um, so yeah. what, you know, obviously growing up there and learning there and living there. I, you know, there's not too much to do other than just like party and stuff and go to the beach. And I'm like, this is awesome. But, you know, I kind of want, you know, I want more. I want more, you know, rich, filled, culturally filled lifestyle. And um, then I got a job here in Philly and here we are. And I love it. So I totally understand what you're saying about wanting, you know, more. We didn't even have a beach. so. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. that We had Lake Erie. <laughs> 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 that's funny but yeah uh you also deal um with certain mental health issues and um that so many other you know of us deal with on a daily basis like depression um like body dysmorphia eating disorders what advice would you give to someone who is going through something like this or you know deals with something like this i actually have a line in one of the songs that says make your tragedies of work a work of art and that's kind of my life motto is I've kind of conditioned my brain to get to the point where something bad is happening or I'm feeling depressed or anxious or just having any type of negative experience with a person. I just try to think of, okay, how am I going to make this into something? I can write about this. I can draw about this. And if you're not an artist, somebody gave me the advice one time where they said, find the thing that you're best at and then use everything bad that happens to you to channel towards that. So if you don't know what it is, that you're the best at, ask somebody around you, say, what's your favorite part about me? What do you think that I'm the best at? And sometimes it's just, you're a really, really caring, nice person. I can always count on you. It's like, okay, so use that energy and go volunteer. Or if you're, you know, a mathematician, it's like, okay, so like, what are you going to do with that to further yourself and your life and your career? So it's basically just taking everything bad that happens to you in your life and finding a way to make it a positive experience so that you can look back at it and say, thank God that happened. Wow, that's honestly the most incredible advice. And personally, for me growing up, I didn't actually realize that I was doing that. But until I literally just heard you say those words, I didn't put two and two together. When I was growing up, I had some like issues um, with my stepdad and everything. And but I didn't really realize that I was I, in my head. I was like, I had that ball of just fire. You know what I mean? That ball of just kind of like resentment and hate just sitting there. And it was like eating me up. And I was like, I need to put this towards something. So I literally put it towards creating this radio brand LA on air. Like I literally did exactly what you're saying. So I think that's you made your tragedy a work of art, man. Exactly. So that, that's just crazy to hear those words go into like, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Bro, well, you're welcome for the epiphany. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the listeners know that here's two good examples of, you know, if you got something bad going on, make it better. Exactly. Wow. Um, well, I, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for saying that. Well, thank you for appreciating it. Damn. <laughs> uh, of course. Um, uh, on a completely different topic, um, your teeth are really white. And uh, <laughs> like, how do you do it? Like, what is your secret to white teeth? You know what's so funny is what? I got so many of those comments on the video. And my teeth are not that white. In fact, I whiten my teeth. Like, if I take a photo in person, it's fine. Uh-huh. But in that video, they whitened my teeth so much. And it, they were whiter than that at one point in that video. And I was like, hey, I'm uh-huh. white like Ross from Friends. You got to pull it down. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, they were still pretty white. But I was like, you know what? This is a really bright, colorful music video. I think that it adds something to it. But I actually had um, 
a big smear in the blue room. I had a big smear of like glossy tan lip gloss all over my teeth uh, from my makeup and it looked really gloopy. So I said, can you whiten my teeth because of that? And then they really went in and whitened my teeth and all of it. They said, oh, but you want I your teeth it. white, white. Yeah, <laughs> we want like Ross Geller white. <laughs> Yo, you saw um, Jennifer Aniston um, is actually like completely for the idea of bringing that show back. That's actually shocking because isn't she the one person who wasn't into it? Yeah, she was like the one person that was holding everything back. Whoa, that's amazing. We I, are all waiting for that reboot. I know. She was on Ellen, I want to say two days ago. I think it was Monday or what, maybe Tuesday. Um, and she was talking about it. And I was just sitting there like, oh, what, 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 what? what? <laughs> that's incredible. I think that would be the one sitcom reboot where everybody's on board. I don't think that they could ruin Friends. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. That show is the best show, one of the best shows to ever exist. It really held up, too. Like, watch it. I remember watching it as a kid yeah. and loving it, and now I'm a grown-up, and I watch it. And if it would come out, this is my test of if the show is good. <laughs> if it came out in 2019, all new actors, all new production, it was a 2019 show, would I watch this show? And Friends, you would watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um. I still make jokes about it, like, usually on a day-to-day basis. Like, pivot! Like, we'll be going, literally, I'll be, like, taking something up the stairs with one of my coworkers, and I'll be like, pivot! <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but. Dude, that's so funny. That was one of just the most iconic quote where he'd be like, hey, we're on a break! <laughs> <laughs> my ex to me after the EP. <laughs> oh! That's <laughs> uh, funny. Um. So, you uh, you also your new song "Butterflies," um, and we're about to debut it here in Philadelphia. Um, oh my god, fun! Yeah, tell me about it. What you know? Tell me all about that song. I want to know all about it. So this is actually a little known fact that actually uh, nobody knows this fact yet. So you're getting it first. Uh! Butterflies is actually written about two different men. So I was dating two guys at the same time. I met them both at the same time, and we were dating at the same time. And I sent it to both of them, and I said, this song is about you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but basically, this song is about meeting somebody and kind of knowing from the start that they were bad for you, but you still want to pursue it because you're so attracted to them. The chemistry is there. And then they ultimately end up hurting you, and you kind of tell yourself, you know, I, I knew this, but I did it anyways. And I just have this theory that we all sort of like, to hurt sometimes and we get into bad situations where we know we're going to end up hurt just because it's kind of worth the pain to experience the good parts of it and that's what butterflies is about i low-key kind of love that like, yeah, I hope you high-key love it. <laughs> I, like I, I yeah yeah no and when i was listening to it it re- you can really tell when the, you know that kind of the more intense part hits and you're like god like i i don't know i, I definitely felt that um yeah i want you to like feel the journey of the relationship in that song, it has a very song structure where you don't have the verse, chorus, verse, chorus. You mm-hmm. kind of have this rock post-chorus and a very interesting build-up where I, re- I repeat the verse twice. It's very confusing, but that's how relationships go sometimes. It's yeah. like smooth sailing, and then no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I felt. So that that's honestly incredible. Like you perfectly, you know, portrayed that out. That, that that's amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. I definitely love the song. Well, um, thank you so much uh, for chatting. Stay amazing and um, look forward to having you on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited, too. I can't wait. (laughs) Yes. um, Have an amazing day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.